0: Blog Talk Radio. Oh. your boy Darren. We back live with another edition. The fourth edition of the second season of the last second shot podcast. Y'all already know what it is. They can't get us off air. My brother Eric Thomas is with us, so you already know it's, it's going to be some some weird stuff said.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Another week. I don't think Big he was weekend. supposed to agree. Big weekend. Big weekend this weekend. Oh
0: yeah, definitely. A, a, a huge weekend um, to, to start off. Um, some upsets, we're going to talk about it. Um, you know, some good games. Um, just, you know, some people asserting themselves early. Week one is in the books. Make sure you check out that video we dropped on Twitter, week one recap. We're doing it every week. So get your clips in you know, for week number two. Um, so yeah, I mean, what's up, Eric? How you doing?
1: Yo, I'm good. I'm great, man. What's good with you, though?
0: All right, man. You know, just living, living. About to watch you kind of get this dub while we do this show.
1: <laughs> this guy here.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. So, big weekend since we talked to him last. Um, we were in the middle of the first week last time they heard from us, but. Uh, the weekend proved to uh, have some good games in store for us.
1: Oh, most definitely it did. Most definitely. I mean, the icebreaker was a another great success this year. You know, shout out to the people at Albert Prep, Rod Wills, Scott Stein, throwing a great event.
0: Definitely, definitely. And, you know, I was down here, uh, I was still in the city uh at Callahan Hall to see the Mac versus uh Catholic League Challenge, the first annual um or, or the inaugural Mac versus Catholic League Challenge. Um and that was that was that was a real good event as well. Um I don't like that they made me pay to get in. If y'all listening.
1: Oh they they hold you at the at the thing? Yeah. It, it it was
0: some it was some other issues behind that, but, you know, moving on.
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, then.
0: (laughs) But um, definitely a great event. Um, Got to see Port Huron Northern. Um, Man, and and let me just start off talking about that game. Port Huron Northern versus Mercy. That was a good game. Um, It it came down to the final seconds. Um, It came down to the final seconds. Port Huron Northern... um, didn't you know they they played well. Um didn't play bad at all. Mercy is just much improved from last year. Uh last year Mercy had to figure out life after, you know, the the now Oklahoma standout Taylor Jones. Um it didn't go so well for him last year. They didn't look like the same team. This year they look like a a very good team that hung with the state semifinalists um and Really was in it until the end, until um, until a, a big time three pointer, you know, uh, put the game basically out of reach. Um, but man, l- l- let me just talk about it. Uh, there's a freshman um, on Mercy squad. She's a post player, Jesse uh, Jess Murzik, um, and she had a big time debut. Her first ever uh, her first ever varsity performance. Um, she goes out. She drops 11 in the first half. Um, and and she really paced Mercy through, but like I, like we were talking about with Jason last week, uh, Eric. Part here on Northern, they just can shoot from every you know from every position they can shoot, and they run their offense. Um, you know, very solid team. And in that experience uh, from last year is kind of is what kind of drove them. in the end. you, you can see it was just different. They had they had a different feel to them when it came down to crunch time. Um, and Mercy's a young team, so I, I expect for them to bounce
1: back. Oh, word, word. Um, interesting game. That I don't I don't think made people jump out their seats that I saw. But you know, for the people who were there to watch, I think they, you know they were out their seats a little bit. Uh, the Bay City John Glenn versus um, Blissfield game at Dicebreaker Classic of the Ypsilanti. I mean, back and forth for about three and a half quarters, and then basically John Glenn went on the late surge to kind of, you know, pull ahead and pull away, end up winning by 12, if I can remember correctly. Kelly Martinez, man, I don't see how she was left off of these other publications, I, I, I don't want to give them the credit of saying their names. All their preseason top players list, like, you mean to tell me that a kid right now that's averaging 30 is in the top 100 player in her own state? Like, that, that, well, I, I see a real problem with that. I see a real problem. And she was dazzling the, the fans on Saturday.
0: I think the top 100 that was put out, she was somewhere there. Um, I know on a few top 25 lists that were put out, uh, she wasn't. Um, either way, I've, i i said, it. I, I think, I think the kid is a top 10, um, uh, in, in the state talent. I also think, you know, um, Central Michigan has another great point guard coming to him in, in Kelly Martinez, um, and I mean, just frankly, I don't, I don't know a lot of point guards. It, it's a few, but it's not many point guards in the state that's just going to be able to match up with her. Um, and, and I mean point guards. I don't mean, you know, move your your shooting guard or your small four, over to check her. I mean, your distributor checking her. It's only a few in the state that that can hang with her. Um, and go bucket for bucket or handle for handle as, as well as, you know, uh, defense, defensive efforts, um, I, I I think she's clearly a top 10. Maybe, uh, maybe if you want to stretch it out, top 15 player. Um, and I mean, she's proven it. Let's not stretch
1: that. Let's not stretch it out. She's top 10. Let's not stretch that. Let's not do that. Let's, she's top 10. And watch out early. She She's she, – Right now, while it's early, this kid is gonna this kid is gonna put her name in that Miss Basketball conversation for this year. You know, she's been whispered about, but I think she's gonna make people really talk and really debate putting her in that conversation. I think she's gonna end up on the ballot, in my opinion, because this season, you know, she has to do more because basically John Glenn has graduated. So much, you know. They graduated, you know. I think two or three major contributors from their team last year, including a six-four big that's playing at Grand Valley State right now. That's a lot to lose. But Corey Snyder, I want to tip my hat out to him. The guy can coach, and he's found a system that is, you know, that 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 not only lets Cali do her and benefit the team, but everybody else around her embraces their roles and, you know, gets fed and, you know, scores and gets involved as well. And it's not just, okay, Cali go score 50 and they win. No. Callie can get 30 and then you might get 10 from one and 10 and 80 from another.
0: Definitely. And if you're listening right now, this is the last second shot podcast. Um, Fourth edition, the voice of girls basketball. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter, Last Second Shop underscore, um, and make sure y'all check out that week one recap. Cali Martinez, who we were just discussing, is is all through that uh, two minute clip. She had too many highlights, uh, but um, you know, and it, it's just interesting. You know, we're and it might be too early to talk about Miss Basketball. We're one, maybe two games in. Um, And some people are three Depending on who you are You might be three games in Um, And it it might be too early to talk about um, This basketball But I do think Callie Martinez is playing As as high as a level As as anybody in the state Um, Just seeing these clips um, Like I said I wasn't there in person But seeing the clips and seeing the game uh, While chopping it up um, She had herself a game and, And she got the win You know you know, right now during the high school season, that's that's what, what it really boils down to is is you know developing and winning. I mean, it's more focused on winning. But uh, definitely, she's doing her thing. I'm um, a, a few other quick scores. Uh, Cast Tech um, avenged their uh, Canton loss um, with a with a blowout win. Um, that's a, uh that talented team got their first win against Bradford Academy, um, and uh, how about one time for Maddie Novak? She's uh she's
2: doing her thing. Um and
0: you know,
2: right? Um the bomb for her, you know what I'm saying? Driving
0: the bomb for her. I I told I told Eric when I was um I was making a mixtape for another young lady. Um they they were going against Maddie um, back in. and I said hey this this kid from Lake Orion, she is real. So I and you know you just me last year I I wasn't going to a Lake Orion game. It just didn't seem you know it, it wasn't really a real reason for me to um, as far as what we were doing coverage wise. But in the summer when we I was making that tape I was just like wow man she really. She really gets it. Like, you know, she she really got a, a lot of game to her and the way she's starting off her sophomore season man, that's I, I'm gonna be at a few Lake Orient games and I think she's averaging close to twenty six twenty six or so right now and and uh she's just had a few big time performances. Um, last yeah. night like last night Lake Orion uh gets a dub sixty eight
1: thirty five. Yeah. Yeah, she well she at 27, right? Yes, yeah, sir. So the kid can just play. The kid can just flat out play. She's 5'11, good height for, you know, lefty, and can really shoot it. You know, one thing you're gonna notice right off the back that kid can put the ball in the basket from distance. She can she can shoot it. She can really shoot it, and she'll find. I mean, not just that. She can create her own, She can create her own, own shot. She can, get into, she, she can get into the lane. Watching some of them highlights, I think from the second game of the year this season, when she had 25, it wasn't just all jump shots. She knifed into the lane, finishing with both hands. I'm going to say it again. The kid can just flat out play. Yeah,
0: and um, another game at the Icebreaker um, that Eric was there for, Rebel Shaw got a hard-fought win against uh and Robert Huron. Um, and um, talk about that a little bit. Eric.
1: Yeah, that that one that, that was really hard fought. I mean, it was back and forth, back and forth, um, for I would say for three three quarters, you know. And then, you know, really in this, you know, Roboshaw was down two at half and came out in the, in the second half and really amped up the pressure got a little more physical, got a little tougher. And, you know, it kind of, kind of, you know, stifled here around a bit. And in the fourth quarter, Kamaria McDaniel happened. You know, it was a defense, and then Kamaria McDaniel scored, thir- scored 13 in the final quarter to cap off a 36-point performance. That girl put on the show. So Kamaria kind of happened the whole game, really. You know, Caleb Kay- Brown had 12 points and 11 rebounds to help out and you know, had some key buckets. I mean, you know, you should, you know, people look and say, Oh, she only scored twelve, but the, the twelve was was really key. You know, it came at some really, really great times for with Shop. And eleven boards to help, you know, and she scored her a thousand points. So congratulations to her. That's a good career to have. It's a thousand points worth. But that
0: Definitely. was a good win for
1: Walmart Trial.
0: Definitely, and um, three players actually reached their thousand uh, point mark um, at the uh, Icebreaker Classic held in Ar- uh, Arbor Prep in Islany. Um
2: One time, one
0: time for Kayla Brown, um, who Eric mentioned, reached her thousand point. Um, Ellie Taylor, I believe, got her a uh, thousand point as well. And then, um, of course, Deja Church, uh, who was supposed to be joining us, but um, it's been a change of plans. so We'll have to get her on the later show. Um, but uh, definitely, she scored her thousand point as well um, this weekend in in Ypsilanti. So, um, a lot of buckets given out. A lot of people who've been doing it for a long time, seeing uh, it all pay off.
1: My bad, y'all. Yeah. I'm I'm doing the show driving and stuff. roll rage. My bad, y'all.
2: okay <laughs> uh,
0: definitely Eric's not in studio with us um but so you know just just um following that trend just a, a lot of uh young ladies who's been doing it uh for a long time, seeing it all pay off um, and, and definitely uh they' uh you know a thousand points you can't argue with that that that's that's elite company that you're you're in. Um and some some people, some schools uh, don't even have players who scored a thousand points. Uh so definitely congratulations uh, to all of those young ladies. Um and, and moving on, um moving on, um uh, have to note that uh last night uh just saying going to the rubber shot theme last night uh rubber shot uh, dropped a close one against Pinkney um, I was telling Eric last night, like Pinky is, is always known for being solid and being able to put the ball in the hole, uh, and, and we weren't, uh, we weren't on hand for that one, um, so we don't know exactly how it went down. But um, salute to Pinky and uh, Robichaud, they looked like they put on a classic last night, um, and and you know upsets happen, upsets happen, um, and I've always been and this is just me, I always feel that get those jitters out early, get those losses out early. Um, You know, it's something interesting to note. It's been a handful of undefeated teams to win uh, the state championship. Um, It's been way more undefeated championship teams, or excuse me, undefeated teams to get – to the semifinal round or the actual championship and lose. So you know, uh early loss isn't isn't the worst thing for Robichaud, who who I think um I think they're they're definitely going to be in the thick of things uh, with Arbor Prep, um, who they'll have to see early in the playoffs uh, for a Class B championship this year.
1: Oh for sure, and you know. You know, we'd rather take this take a loss now, you know, than in March. We'd rather take an upset in December, the second week, rather than you know, in, in any day in the month of March.
0: Definitely, and and you know, that's that's maybe how the uh, Tennessee State champions Cousin O would like to look at it. That was another uh, game. That I was on him uh, for uh, at the Catholic League versus Mac uh, inaugural challenge, um, and Marion came out, and you know, you would have thought it was 2014 again. Um, you know, they they just executed well. Um, and hats off, hats off to Coach around because she came out there with the game plan um they executed their game plan very well. And then Olivia Moore showed out. Um EK EK Et I really hope that I'm saying that right. Um the post presence um she actually came off of the bench but just a really great rebounder. Um you know and very, very much improved on her offensive uh her offensive handle. Um I mean, you know, left going over her left shoulder into the layup, right shoulder. Um, did a little bit of everything for Marion. Um, but when you look at what Marion was able to do, um, they were able to execute defense like nobody has against Kier Fletcher. Um, I mean, and, and that's saying something, because Kier Fletcher I still believe finished with 20 or 18. Um, but, you know, it, it was just enough for them to, to seek blood. Um, you know they—they're they, a smart team. When, when you're going against a Marion team coached by a coach and Saron, they're gonna be smart. That's just kind of—they're <laughs> gonna be smart. They're gonna know what to do. Your your best hope is is you know to be just as smart and maybe more athletic. But you know this wasn't Cousin O's day um, as Marion. Actually jumped out to a, a huge lead. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't particularly close uh, for most of the game, um, and you know those type of games will happen as well. Um, but uh, Cousin O bounced back uh, last night with a close to forty point win against Warren Mott, uh, crosstown rivals. Um, Kate McArthur, uh, 40, forty Cal Kate. Uh, as Eric would say, um, what uh, had a big game, uh, 25 points, I believe. Uh, Kiara Fletcher, uh, she had 20, um, and Mariah Taylor for Warren Mott had a strong 16. Um, so, you know, just really a really good opening round or week to the girls' season. And honestly, if that's going to be the tone of of this season, Eric, every every big game or every matchup against good teams is going to seem like a playoff game.
1: You repeat that one more time, there.
0: I said, if, if that's the theme of of the season, then every game is going to seem like a playoff game.
1: Oh, for sure. Especially for your, you know what I'm saying, the teams that are, you know, mentioned among the, the elite teams in the state. You know, like everybody, they're gonna get everybody's best to target on their back. You know, so that game is, it, you know, is is almost like playing a tournament game for twenty games. Yeah, and
0: you know, in about uh, in about five or so minutes, we're gonna have Pierre Fletcher on with us, uh, the Georgia Tech commit, um, and we'll be able to talk to him more about the start of the season. And, maybe how that early loss is is changed the mindset uh, towards the season. Um, But right now, just to remind y'all, y'all are listening to Last Second Shot podcast. Make sure y'all check out lastsecondshotpodcast.com. Please visit. We're going to have more stories, uh, more videos. Um, And make sure y'all check out our week one recap, the videos on our Twitter page. Um, You know, you can find that on our Twitter page. And, And make sure you follow myself at Sports Spoken Real. Make sure you follow Eric at quiet underscore storm 30. But, you know, quick little conversation or tidbit before we have um, Kiara on. So, Eric. What's up? Would you say that... The state, or excuse me, maybe your phrasing. Would you say that girls' basketball this first week uh-huh. has maybe been more uh, balanced? Yeah, that's the word I want I want to look for: balanced or exciting than the start of any other recent, maybe say, last four years. That you can remember
2: well, I mean just as far as matchups
0: like As far as matchups like Outcomes yeah. I mean You, I would say you so, gotta think about it You gotta think about it so. Last night
1: mm-hmm. I would say so because I mean You know Had this been uh, Had this been a few years ago you see a little, you know. You probably see more blowouts. You know, you you already you assume what's gonna happen in the, you know, before you go watch the game, and then the outcome is probably what you said plus. So if you say, you know, this game is probably gonna be a twenty point game at best. You know, you might walk out of that gym, at, you know, just witnessed a forty point win you know, it, it, right now, you know, a Pygney who nobody talks about beating a Robichard who has, you know, <clears throat> a big three of their own. And, you know, Dow, who's, who has four Division One players on this roster, you know, having a close call against Southfield who everybody dubs as, you know, kind of, de- you know, depleted. You know they just graduated so much, or they're not the same. You know, team as last year. Been, you know, being you know, be, as being later So yeah, it's it's pretty. It's been pretty balanced so far. You know, Marion beating the Cousin. Of, you know, Mer, you know, people who say Marion is falling off. Well, they kind of show people they don't fall off too hard. I mean, they, they still know, went to the state finals last year. <laughs> right, but beat the team that they lost to, you know, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: with you know, Cousin O having a player like Kiera Fletcher, myself included, I assumed that Cousin O win. Not to take anything away from her, to disrespect Marion, you know, that's what I, that's what just, that was just my prediction, and I feel like a, a lot of people probably predicted that, and you know. Mary came out and show, hey, uh, we're we're still pretty high over here. So I would say well, it's I about mean,
0: valid. I mean, even even a DeWitt team winning, a, you know, on the last second shot against East Lansing, you know, nobody.
1: I, buzzword, last second shot, buzz phrase. <laughs> hey.
0: But um, you know, even even them losing on the on the last second shot uh last night, nobody's nobody's discussed the wig. Um nobody nobody's checked for them, you know, for a few years now since they were ranked number one in the A P poll um to start the season. Um you know, so it, it's weird. It's weird to say the least. Um but you know, who who knows, like that's all I have to say that, you know, right now, right now at this moment, you don't know who's going to be at the Breslin for sure because there's teams stepping up. There's teams without Division One players with players who don't have offers that are beating top-ranked teams. So, you know, rankings never really matter when it comes because, one, I'll be the first to admit I'm not able to see every team. So, if there is a good team out there, it is very possible that they can beat one of the teams that we always see and just assume is, you know, better in the nation. Like, that's that's not a hard thing to believe at all. Um, And, and two, when you get that ranking at number one, I know the type of person I am and and when I'm coaching, and even, you know, talking to my youngest students, you know, if somebody's ranked ahead of me, or, or somebody's ranked number one. Like a team is ranked number one, I want, I want their head. <laughs> so, you know, every night you're gonna, you're gonna see some strange things. You're gonna see players you saw, you know, in the summer or last year. Like, oh, they're playing way better than I've ever seen them play. Um. It <laughs> And you know the funny thing about that is, when it happens, you really just can't do anything but you know play your hardest because <laughs> because you know your whole game plan is pretty much thrown out.
1: Oh yeah, you gotta leave it all out there. I mean, <laughs> you know, you can make your name beating somebody or uh, you know what I'm saying, doing or outplaying somebody, just playing harder than somebody or a a team that is highly ranked, highly touted, highly talked about. You know, and I think now, you know, you're starting to see that the the fear factor, quote-unquote, that's the best phrase I could come up with, um, is, you know, going away, you know, instead of being intimidated, oh, that's, Midland Dow, oh, that's, you know, Country Day, oh, that's Barber uh, Prep. You know, people are looking, so you know, instead of bagging out, people are looking to get up for those type of games.
0: Definitely. And if you're listening right now, this is the Last Second Shot podcast. Um, like I said, I promised y'all we would have, um, who, who I've won our record in saying is the best player in the state of Michigan. Um, ESPN has a rank in their top one hundred. She's she's just a really good player, a really good person. Um, man, you know, we not we're not gonna make y'all wait. Um I'm gonna drop a bomb before we bring her on though.
2: We have Kiera
0: Fletcher from the Warren Cousins of High School. Kiara, how are you?
3: I'm good. How
0: are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Fletch, what's up?
3: Nothing, you know. Just chilling. Word, <laughs> I hear you.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Now, we were um we were just actually, uh, not too long ago, maybe like six or ten minutes ago, uh, talking about um the start of you all season. Um, so, um, you know, you all took that that surprising to some, and hard lost to Marion the start, um, and, and bounce back last night. How did the opening of the season, um, did it change your your output or any intensity that you had to put into the season, or maybe just back to the drawing board? Oh
3: uh, yeah, definitely. I think that loss, opening loss to Marion, was a reality check for a lot of the players in the team. 'Cause I think some of them took that just because we got there last season that was an automatic bid this season. So I think that loss helped us a lot and we don't want to feel the way that we saw after that loss together. So I think it's gonna help our defense through the rest of the season.
1: Well, um now your rise to quote unquote stardom um was kinda I wouldn't want to say overnight, but it, it happened in it, it, it just one big swoop. You know, me and Darren was talking about this the other day. You know, the first time we we saw you in the gym, and we just say, "Yo, who?" You know, at the time we didn't know who you were. You know, forgive us. You know, we, you know, sorry about that, Flex. But um, <laughs> I think you were a, a freshman. And he was like, yo, who is this kid? And we just, you know, saw you out there doing your thing. We just like, man, Darren tapped me like, yo, this kid's going to be special. Like, I think we only well, – Darren, how long was we watching? Like, just a half hour?
0: Yeah, it was about 10 minutes to me.
1: I mean, and in that short of time, we was like, yo, this." we just started running our minds, yo, hey, look at this Kieran Fletcher kid. Hey, this Kieran Fletcher is something different. And – Your run to the state title last year. I mean, even though you were putting up gaudy numbers as a sophomore, and you know, last year going into the state tournament, nobody still, you know, a lot of people still really wasn't, you know, having you on their radar. And then you, you know, lead your team to a state title, which a lot of people didn't even have you, you know, have y'all mentioned in that conversation. So, what, like, how's it been, basically, is what I'm getting to. How's it, how's it been since, you know, now everybody has that expectation of you now as, you know, top player in the state?
3: Um, We've just been working on practice because last year teams didn't really know who we were, so they would start, you know, they'd play us straight up man, and then the second time around they'd play us in league play we. Start again trying to go in twos and boxing ones. So now, in practice, we're really taking emphasis on that because we know that we're probably never going to have a team guard us straight off man to man because I personally think if they do that, then they won't be able to beat us. So we've just been working on offense against that. we know that we have a huge chop on our back because a lot of people think that what we did last year was a lucky draw and everything like that. So we're just trying to prove ourselves. Definitely it, and I
0: mean, um, so here's here's and also I just want to say publicly on the show congratulations on the commitment to Georgia Tech. Um, Thank you. And obviously, you know, with me and Eric being uh, coaches of the younger team with One Nation, um, we got to see you a lot um, over the summer. Um, you have this like really competitive edge to you um, that you know you don't see in a lot of people. So when you get these triangle and ones and and you get I mean triangle and twos and and you get people double teaming you off ball, like, does that drive you more or like how does that affect you, you know, as far as mentally? Um, it does drive me more because knowing that they have to do something like
3: that to stop me and sometimes they still can't stop me even if they have to, I mean that um that lifts my game up a lot. And then just having the team that I have knowing that if I get the ball and then that they can still make shots and everything, that's helpful as well. So it's just all still learning process and just keep my confidence up.
1: Okay, we're um go ahead Derek.
3: I
0: know I was just gonna say so you know, this is your senior season. Um, and obviously, you know us, us as media members, kind of have to talk about it, um, you know, day in and day out. But you know, I tweeted something from our account, you know, like Kier Fletcher starts her Miss basketball campaign. What would you know? First, does the award mean a lot to you, or like will winning get mean a lot to you? Or and two, if it does, you know. What would it mean to to end your high school career, knowing that you won the state championship and is being recognized as you know the best by uh, the the coaches uh, around the state?
3: Um, having the best basketball nomination, like it's really the basketball nomination is cool and everything. But I'm just not really all into that right now. I like if I win, then that's great. But well, I'm not worried about that. Um, my coach has been telling me to, you know, get the campaign up and everything. I'm just not about individual awards. For me, it's all about the team and getting back to the Breslin. I'd rather get back to the Breslin and win another same, uh, championship than get bounced in districts and then end up playing basketball. So it's, it's, like, it's not that big of a deal. But if I do win, it would be great. For the community, because a lot of people don't know that we have some good kids in Macomb County that play as well. So it would put them on the record, too.
2: Definitely.
0: And a second ring wouldn't look bad on your finger.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, now, under, it seemed like you and, you know, playing with One Nation, it seemed like you and your One Nation head coach, Jarvis Mitchell, had, like, a special bond, you know, just yeah. watching, you know, how y'all interact. Like, what was the relationship like?
3: Oh, it was cool. I, I mean, as soon as the first day I came in, he gave me a hug. Like, we knew each other for two years and, you know, for a couple of years or whatever. So, just having that, I was, like, I think I'm going to like this guy. And then the first practice, i mean, it he was pretty crazy. I wasn't expecting that. But he was a competitor. and I'm a competitor, so I think – that just, we went along well. And the craziness, if you get past that and you really listen to what he says, He you knows what he's talking about, you know, he's been to the pros and everything, he's played at the next level. And I think just because I work hard and he works hard, that we never really clash heads or anything. And he's, like, another father for to me. And we've grown really close over that one summer. And I think it's a bond that's, like, not going to be broken for a long time.
0: And we, and, and, you're so soft, Eric.
1: Um, <laughs>
2: but
0: getting back to the uh, high school season, um, you know, we got you for just a couple more minutes. Getting back to the high school season now, and, and this is crazy because I was I was telling a few of our listeners, like, you know, I've never actually talked to you about the state championship run, or you know, and that's kind of nostalgic. But mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of looking towards the future, um, how do you think? How do you think your competitive drive, or how do you think the team's competitive drive, changed over the course of you know from your freshman year, where you know you all were you all were scrappy and you had that MVP season till now? Like, how do you think the rest of your team has gotten so much better?
3: I think just knowing. Like they, we got there last year, so I think a lot of them are like, why not this year too? And just having them, they play against me every, every day in practice. So me and coach I always try to remind them that you're playing against me, and you know we have Kate too. I think uh, two of the best players two of the top players in Michigan. So if you can stop us in practice and you should be able to stop anybody in practice. And, you know, we don't go easy on them. We get chippy in practice. You know, sometimes the whip has to be blown a few times before we let go of a ball. And I think that's what gets us so scrappy when we're playing against other people because then that's when we have the chance to beat up on other teams.
0: Definitely. Work, and so, and, uh, you
1: know. Now, now Kiera, um, do making that, you know, I know I know we kind of like being in the state championship thing to death, but, like, how does it feel now that the target is, like, really on your back? And now, you know, has your leadership role more so changed this year? You have to take a different approach, you know, as far as being a hunter and now you're the hunted? hmm
3: um, I think last year teams didn't really know about us. They didn't care. We're just some team from war. No one heard of us. Half of the people, you know, pronounce our school's name wrong. Now, the teams that do have us in the calendar, I'm pretty sure that game circled because you know, beating us is making them feel like they're one step closer to getting the state championship. So my leadership role has changed. Um, I have to be more vocal.
0: I was last season. I think last season I was more of a really poor But, uh, but, uh, Lead by example, and with my word and mouth. Yeah. And, and you know, our, our, last, uh, our last question before we, uh, before we let you go, I just want to take it away from basketball. Because I noticed this on Twitter. And I noticed that we always had this in common. But am I correct in saying you're a little uber, man?
2: Yes,
3: I
0: am. Yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, what's your favorite song? Like? Right now, I have to say my
3: favorite song is Ellie. Uh, you know what? I, I, I like it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, you know. me myself me myself, money longer is always longer, my favorite. I don't know why. But, but uh, definitely Kehir, thank you so much for giving us your time tonight. I know you got a alright day at school and practice. Uh um, man, good luck. Definitely go Kuzino. We're gonna be at board games. Maybe get some film but, but, you know. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Peace, Stay up. Stay
0: working hard. All right, thanks. And that was the Fletcher who joined the Last Second the podcast. Um, man, just a really good kid. You can tell she's focused.
1: Oh, you can for sure tell she's focused. I mean, that's the type of kid that she is. I mean, she's one of those, play, like... She's one of those players, and I, I, and I you know, I only probably say this from around Darren, is that she's one of those I feel like, has those squiggles, meaning, like, she's going to go so hard. Like, you can't pay this kid to chill out. Like, you really can't. You can't even pay this kid to chill out. Like, flesh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I've seen games where, you know, Her team is probably up twenty, and she still wants to press because she just doesn't know how to turn it off. And that's a special that's a special kind of kid. Definitely, yeah.
0: Moving forward in the show. Um. So this week is kind of quiet um, as far as the matchup. As far as the matchups that we have um, on the varsity girls side. Um, so, um, now, like I said, every week, you know, we're in the gym, um, at least two or three games um a week, um, we cover and this year it's, it's a little different for us, um, because it used to be, uh, Eric and Darren in the same gym, um, often, uh, but, you know, this year we're more split to spread the coverage um and, and reach more people, um, and talk to more people. Which you know, that's always for the best. Um so what I'm looking forward to this year or excuse me, uh this week, um that and I don't know if I'm gonna be at these games, me and Eric has to actually sit down and and plan it out. But I think um I think I'm going to have to uh to definitely make it to Nobody in West Bloomfield. Um, which is tomorrow. They tip off a seven at Novi. Um, uh, West Bloomfield is pretty good, everybody. Um, everybody knows what Novi can do. Um, they've been having good regular seasons uh, for quite some time now. Um, and, and they have a great point guard. Uh so that's that's gonna be a good one, um, to see. Um, also uh, also tomorrow, Lake Orion, um, and Rochester Adams are gonna square off with each other. Um and, and that's gonna be that's gonna be very hard but um, and I, I'm saying all of these because you know what's coming pretty soon um is our picks. Um and, and they're gonna be uh <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna make one or two picks. Um but also, um you have Ann Arbor Huron and you have Canton going against each other. Um now that, that should one be pretty good. I will be
1: attending. I will be attending that one. Um, you know
0: that that should be good. Canton started off this, this season pretty hot. Ann Arbor Huron they have some the talent um on the team to have Bradley commit Emily Marsh. Um, they have a UIC commit Carl Wilson. Um like I said, they just took a loss on Saturday. Um, so it's back to the drawing board with them. I'm pretty sure they're gonna wanna come out and beat Canton. Um, but Canton is Canton is good. There's there's no way around it. Um uh, seen a few of their players over the summer. They're uh they're getting better or they've gotten better. Um, they started off their season with, with a, a heck of a run. Um, so that should be a good game that Eric has declared that he's going to
1: be at. Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a good game. I mean, Canton is, you know, beating you know, a, a, a few decent teams to the start of the year. So, yeah. you know, they, they're looking to collect another good win, you know, up in uh, Ann Arbor. So, I'll be on hand for that one, right there with the camera. So,
0: and another you know, another I, if game y'all,
1: of... if y'all are there, don't be afraid to say hi.
0: And another game that's going to be chippy, um, it is a rivalry game,
2: um,
0: and you know you heard last week, you heard Jason Wilkins tell us. Look out for Macomb, Dakota. Well, if you know anything about Macomb, Dakota, you know that whenever, in any sport, whenever they go against Chippewa Valley, that is a packed gym. It's a packed gym. Both student sections come to play. um, And, you know, that that tips off tomorrow at 7, Macomb, Dakota versus Chippewa Valley. Um, And that's an early test. That's an early season matchup, um, you know, for such an intense game. That's going to – you know, if you're in the area, I really suggest you go. McComb, Dakota has a good team. Um, I haven't seen Chippewa Valley. um, I don't think ever. Um, But, you know, just off of the rivalry, it's worth a trip.
1: Rivalry is always uh, always worth the trip. I mean – No no matter how good or, you know, bad a team is or whatever within those rivalries, that game is going to be different. Each team is going to give each other their best effort, you know, and you you can't really count any of the two teams out when it's a rivalry game because things happen and things happen. Strange things happen. Luck happens. A shot that, you know, a kid never make. And in another five years, well, they'll make that shot in that game. You know, the, the intensity is going to be different. The crowd is different. Look, like Darren said, if you're in the area, I suggest you make it to that game. Rivalry games are always worth the price of admission.
0: I mean, and to me, what's going to be the best game um, between now and the next time we talk to you Um Potentially could um, be Detroit Country Day versus Fenton. Country Day, they they had a great win against Wayne Memorial. Um, a great win against Wayne Memorial on Saturday at Icebreaker Um They have to go see Fenton. Fenton is scrappy. Um, Fenton is scrappy, and you know every year they upset somebody. I I think. Um, if you go back and listen to episode seven or eight of our first season, uh, you'll hear us talk about Fenton um upsetting um upsetting a few teams last year. Um, and it was about like two in one week. So, you know, I think, you know, just from just from a matchup standpoint or, or something where something crazy could possibly happen, um, Detroit Country Day and Fenton is, is something to definitely watch out for. Um, yeah, I, you know Like I said, it's it's pretty quiet um, Until um, After next week uh, Which, you know Just because it's quiet on paper doesn't mean You know, there won't be any upsets um, Because I know One game for sure that I'll be at uh, Next week is River Rouge Versus Oak Park Oak Park is much improved and um, the end Another rivalry game that happens uh, on the thirteenth, um, and, and this—I think this is the first time you had actually went to a Liggett game. Um, Roper versus Liggett. Yeah, that was my first one. Yeah,
1: yeah. At, er, at, 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 at Liggett.
0: Yeah, that was my first one. That—that—that's—that's when—that's um, when Nia Earhart threw my shot off of the glass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, you almost made me choke, man. Hey, yo, chill. <laughs> chill, on Neil right now, man. Chill on Neil, man. She apologized, man. She apologized but, for it.
2: I mean, she
0: apologized. I mean,
1: it, it, w- it was a case on Prince type Block, but <laughs> it
0: happened. It happened. But um, they go against Roper, and you know, Roper. They always play Liggett tough, Liggett they have Nia ahart um <laughs> that's that's crazy to say, right, uh, because nobody ever really thought of her as a scorer, but you know she's on fire to start the season um, and, and you know that's that's gonna be an intense game uh Roper versus like it it always is, and and every time that I've seen it, it always has been um so definitely something to watch out for.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, like the 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 atmosphere. Like, would you say? because this leads to actually a good kind of conversation. Because being that, you know depths of last night to watch the, to watch their you know first game with this new look team against Bradford. I mean, even at a game like that where the score was eighty-two to nine, the crowd never stopped cheering. They had the band playing. I mean, in the atmosphere that's always there for a Ligue and Roper game, would you say like smaller schools probably have like better spirit, better school spirit, better fan base? You know, that's hard.
0: You know, that's hard because I also cover football. Um, and I think I told you this the best game, best high school sporting event I've ever been to is. Brother Rice versus Warren D LaSalle, okay, those are both Division one teams. um and football is a little different. Division one equals class A the highest enrollment you can have um and and their school spirit is outrageous right but mm-hmm. um but you know it's not always what it seems because you just because you're smaller doesn't mean you'll have more spirit because you know you run into Catholic school you Catholic schools or private schools and I think I think that's synonymous with, with more school spirit. Or I see in pub, I say in public schools there's less student sections. Um especially in the city. The closer you get to the city, you know, there there's less student sections and there's less um you know there there's less crowd crowd intimidation until, you know, those big games, Um, whereas you can go to those smaller schools and the student section is, is hopping every time. So I really think it's more of a um, private in suburban school versus city schools type thing uh, where I think, you know, maybe the smaller schools that are private uh, do tend to have, uh, the most school spirit in, in the wildest through section.
1: That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. And I, and I actually I actually agree. I actually agree. Now you said one these the best sporting event period in high school you've been to. Now period. sticking to the girls basketball scene, what's the what's the crowd you've seen for a girls basketball game? Currently, period. Oh,
0: I, well, I, I got to say hands down, um, the Detroit Country Day crowd um, in the mid-2000s, really up until maybe 2012, um, live. just just straight, you know, straight crazy. Like, that would be the most packed gym for a girls game that that you know, you can imagine at every game you went to just was field to capacity. Um know, so that that's the best crowd I've ever seen in uh girls basketball. But I mean if we're talking recently or like um you know in the last few years I think you have to put Liggett in that conversation of, of the best crowd in home games. Um You know that that's that's the best crowd that I you know that you can consistently see when you go to a home game. Um, and you know I don't know for sure if it's like that every time, but we because we always showed up to the big, league games. Um, we didn't show up to like a, a regular game where, you know, they were just playing just another team. It was always you know somebody coming to them to see them. Um, so. They are definitely on the list, um, and I got to add, or you, you got to, you know, just as far as, like, one of the better crowds, just one-time crowds, you have to add later at South High last year is one of the better crowds that you'll ever see. Um, you don't even have to say women's basketball. You can just say period, one of the better crowds you'll ever see, period. I mean, both bands are there, both sets of cheerleaders, Alumni, all the students, crazy student sections on both ends. It's, it's that was one of the better crowds that I've
1: ever seen. Okay, I'm gonna bring up a. I'm gonna bring up one. I think you, you probably, you're probably gonna be mad at me that that you didn't think about this.
0: I already know where you are going with it.
1: Okay, we'll see. Um, the the inner the school isn't open anymore. But yep. Easter High Inkster had And I've been to Games where they just played With just another team I've been to big games That crowd is always rowdy They travel They traveled everywhere I mean It, it, it don't matter if the game Was in Mount Pleasant or Detroit They were there And they were there in big numbers And they were there Ready to yell, scream, clap, jump, dance, whatever. Well, and Anything that, and to give that team energy and spirit. I mean, Inkster's probably the the best atmosphere I've been around girls basketball. Twenty eleven quarterfinal at Callahan, Inkster versus Pershing. Both crowds rowdy. I mean, it looked like a a PSL championship boys game, the way that the, how packed that gym was. I've never seen anything
0: like it. And definitely, Inkster Inkster is one of those tight-knit communities where just about any sport that you're doing, they're going to come out and show out. Um, You know, when they had a school system, um, just every sport they had, it was just one of the premier uh, fan bases that you could see. The whole community was behind them.
1: Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I mean, I mean, especially a, a Angster home game. Oof. man, I, I I I was there twenty twelve season. They were raising the championship banner because they won in twenty eleven against their rival Westland John Glenn. That used to be. Would, would you say that probably one of the top rivalries in like the mid two thousands into the twenty tens? it was,
0: definitely cuz it was chippy like their cheerleaders could could battle in it and it would be chippy the crowd would be ready to scrap
1: <laughs> oh yeah 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 i mean <laughs> it was a <laughs> the few it was a few close calls in that robbery few close calls but the the energy and the 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 atmosphere was just unbelievable for a game I, like for a game like that, and, and it, the game didn't disappoint. It was a double overtime game, and it came down to the. I mean, Jamie Madden, who was the point guard for East at the time, hit the game winning shot to 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 seal the deal. And the, 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 the I, I bet if East had lost that game, something was gonna happen. I don't know what that something was was gonna be, but something was gonna happen. That's how intense it was. Definitely, I mean, and it's it's so crazy
0: because you know we're starting got we started off the season with some rivalries actually, um, or we're starting them off, and you know it's, it's weird to me, and you know I know ADs really don't schedule for that type of deal, but you know the wick going against East Lansing so so quick, you know. That's like, you know, for that side of the state, that's kind of like um, hill versus Arbor Prep, you know, in in a sense, where um, even though they're they're both Class A schools, you know, Little Old DeWitt versus East Lansing, you know, it's, um, you know, both teams have been to the Breslin recently um, story programs, and they played, what, I mean, I think that's the second, you know, game of the season. Um, and then, you know, and then all the, all the rivalries I just named. It just kind of seems a little early for her,
1: doesn't it? Uh, you can say it, it's probably, a, you know, look, you, you usually get these games, you know, January, you know, February. You're not you going to see
0: Cass King in the first week, okay? No. You never saw. You never saw Southfield High versus Southfield Later in the first two or three weeks. You gotta let it build a little, you know. You know that, that way. That way you can justify the ten dollars that 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 you're gonna charge those kids to get in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here you go, ticket prices. Here you go. <laughs> Still a little I mean, bad from uh, Saturday.
0: Yeah, look, I, I okay. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We're we're winding down the show anyway, but I want to talk about it. Um, and I'm not bitter because because I can pay. I have a job. I, I get paid, so I'm not bitter about it. The ten dollars isn't the problem. I don't care about paying to get in because essentially I have a job to do, and by any means necessary.
2: If you have,
0: if you have a a policy that says no media passes, that's fine. Now, your event might not get any exposure or any coverage next year, um, and, and you'll have to live with it because it's a decision. Um, but the way I was treated, um, if, if you saw my tweets, you, you saw I, I felt like I was I – was, well, they didn't believe I was a reporter or it was no way that I could possibly – Um, Be doing my job, um, you know, because of how I was dressed or or my appearance. Um, And if you see me, you know, I'm either I'm I'm versatile. I'm either very dressed up, tie, dress pants, or sometimes I'm in you know trues in a Gucci belt. You know, you never know. Whatever. On this particular day, I came in. In a jogging fit Had been a long day Just wanted to throw on something comfortable And go into the gym So they tell me at the door Yeah we can't honor your past Remind you We're credentialed by the MHSAA
2: They
0: They credential us to do our work So I'm like okay whatever Boom $10 There you go Wham I got money that's how I was feeling on Saturday Okay so, I, you know, I I get into the uh, I get into the gym and I see a few other photographers. There wasn't um, I think there was one reporter there, but it was just a lot of photographers there. They were there to get pictures. Um, I'm like, yeah, man, they made me pay ten dollars to get in. I was like, oh well, we didn't have that problem. They accepted our media pass, and that's when I froze and said, what? Not to get too deep into it, but you're charging me $10 to see high school girls play. And, and $10 isn't bad because, okay, you will have maybe 10, or excuse me, like five games or so that day from noon all the way till 8. But uh, what was the difference between me and the people whose passes you could? honor? I, mean, I mean, it's a press pass that has my picture on it. That you know, that's aside from the point. All I'm saying is I'm not paying ten dollars to get into a single game. Just like over the summer I wasn't paying twenty twenty five dollars to get into a AAU tournament. You out of your you out of your mind.
1: Uh, uh, Where do well, these prices don't, don't
2: get us
0: canceled. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying, we're just coaching. But I, I, so you know, we weren't gonna pay uh we're not going to pay we are not getting cancelled. I'm just saying I understand people. No, have you was knowledge. about to say
1: something. You was about to say you about to have a Bernie Mac moment.
0: I wasn't.
1: No, no, I'm pulling control.
0: All I'm saying <laughs> is, all I'm saying is, $10? ten dollars for a regular game. Okay. And we're we're way past the tournament. Boom! I paid that, got it out the way. I'm over that now. It, it's a tournament. Ten dollars is probably a good price for that. But we're talking about single games. People are raising the prices, talking about if you're not a student, $8. Are you out of your mind? We're watching high school girls play. We're not, you know, you can and, – and I'm not being funny here. This is the honest of God, truth. You can get a WNBA ticket, good seats, for $20. Um, if you don't put that price back down to $5 and call it a day, man – but whatever.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I think Darren has said probably what everybody is thinking. Um, now, $10 for a whole day of games or a whole two days of games. That's fair. That's that's fair. Very fair. You're paying $10 for, you know, five, six, seven games. That could last from eight in the morning to nine at night, but
2: a single
1: sure, game? We, no, not doing it. it there, not, you you know for you know for sure for sure.
0: You know we've been at tournaments where where they've been charging for you know two days, three days. You've got to come out of seventy five dollars or so. Don't let you have a family that you want to bring in. Right. Boxes, you know, so, so you know, I get it. High school sports is a business. It's turning into a big business. Um, I hope me and Eric never get to the point, you know, where, where we throw events and, and and it has to be like that. Um, because I because like I said, I get it on both ends. Event event planners they have to break even. Um, and even some, you know, they want to make a profit because they're putting in work. Um, work for your child, so you know it's not it's not all greed, but it's, it's like come on, man. man. I'm not I'm not paying eight eight. I'm definitely not paying ten dollars to to get in a high school game out of your cotton picking
2: mind.
1: <laughs> like I'm laughing, but I agree, you know. It eight, eight, people raising prices for these game for a single game? No, a uh, uh, a tournament where you can see a whole bunch of games and probably see a whole bunch of games at the same time. Cool. That that probably deserves more more than five dollars. That, that is ten, fifteen dollars or whatever. But because of what you're getting, but for a single game, no. Five dollars is more than fair. Five dollars is fair. I will
0: pay ten dollars. I will pay ten dollars and go in there and periscope it and have somebody play it on their big screen. T- uh, play it on the back of their uh their pickup truck in the parking lot. You got me messed up. <laughs> 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 Look, like? Oh, um, uh, and I and, you know, and I'm just. I'm feeling like this just because now I have a little brother um, who plays basketball Um, and and some of these games that he goes to, you know, I I don't want to, I don't want to be the person that abuses, um, you know, what I've, you know, what the MHSA has given me uh, to do my job. So, you know, if if I'm not doing work, then, you know, I'll try to pay for games. Um, So, you know, but when you see those, Eight dollars or ten dollars, you're like, this. It starts to add up. It's twenty. It's twenty games. It's twenty plus games in a year, and I'm paying ten dollars each. But that's just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's especially, awesome. especially since the money is going to the MHSAA and and they won't even let your kids travel out of town. So you know, it's going to. It's really going to an organization that that really doesn't necessarily care about your kids. Whatever. I said it.
1: That's a whole that's a whole another hour segment that we <laughs> we would have it to is. hop on. <laughs> it is. It,
0: Eric got me on my soapbox. I'm stepping down
1: from it.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, and by the way by the way, while I'm ranting, uh you kind up by twelve with with a minute fifty left. Felicia Felicia Clegg, uh, who tweeted me earlier, as uh, Cash Brown would profoundly say, "Run me my money."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, we
1: Hold didn't have any money, guys. Hold up, no, of course we did, but it, but so <laughs> are we, like like we did Boston last year. <laughs> are we going to have to have Felicia on this year to eat the crow? We're gonna to have to do it. Nah, not nah, c- not nah, oh. because see the only
0: only only reason only reason we have to have Mister Clegg gone is is because he was a, a fan of that team in Ann Arbor, and you know, oh, man. that's just kind yeah, of
1: like Well, so she she so Mrs. Clegg Felicia Clegg, mom of Camry Clegg Cam, yeah 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 we putting your parents out there, sorry. But anyway. <laughs> Oh she man, just ha picked so I'm guessing she picked Notre Dame today.
0: Yeah, we 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 had a we had a uh, we had a Twitter exchange earlier and she said let's go Notre Dame and I just politely let people know that uh you know Notre Dame isn't ready. I don't think anybody <laughs> I don't think anybody let let me let me say that I don't think anybody is ready for UConn this year.
1: Anybody. Maybe next year, though, including South Carolina, Eric. Hey, I'm hey, I'm rolling with my Gamecocks, baby. I'm rolling with my Gamecocks, man. They already lost. Rolling with my Gamecocks, so it's okay. Hey, we'll recover. We'll recover. We're still we're yeah. still going to the Final Four. Yeah,
0: I mean that's fine. Make it to the Final Four and lose. You know,
1: y'all recover. Next
0: time, y'all. Next time, y'all might lose by ten.
1: We're not losing.
0: We're not looking Thank thank you everybody, man, who's tuned in, man. We about to get out of here. Uh it's the last second shot podcast, The Voice of Girls Basketball. Um, real quick, make sure y'all send us any of your clips. I said that earlier, um, but you know, we can't just we can't just get clips, so we need y'all to do it if y'all want to see these uh, weekly tapes continue. Um, you know, we're going to put whatever we have out there um, and whatever's
1: good out there. You feel me? For sure. Please send in those clips. I mean, once your team highlight, once your players highlight it in our weekly recaps, send them in. Send them in. You know, don't complain that your kid's not in it or your team is not in it if you haven't sent us anything. It's free. You something. It's
2: free.
0: It's, it's free exposure, so, you know, I see a lot of parents ask why certain publications don't talk about their kids um, or, or certain teams. Look, we am telling you right now, you give us a video, it's good, it, you're getting put on. Um, and, and, you know, it might be good enough to, to get us to a show and, you know, get more publicity. So, you know, this, this is part of the free little thing that we do or like to do. Um, you know, just to help out, um, because everything's not free, um, you know, with everybody else and we just like to be able to help out some type of way. So make sure y'all get that in, uh, to us and, uh, and we just want to find, um, make sure y'all check out the, uh, the week one recap is on Twitter, uh, right now. Um. Eric, you got anything?
1: Um, I just want to shout out to the uh, good people Albert Prep. They treated me well um, at the Icebreaker, uh, another great event. Um, and I'm just, uh, you know, anticipating my man Jason Wilkins with the, the great LBI staff and team with their best of Michigan next week. You know, and just shout and out to everybody cool. who's listening and. Who've been down with us since day one.
0: That's week, man. Uh, best of Michigan. Um, we should have a little fun. It should be fun. Um, shout out to everybody who's been listening. Shout out to our new listeners. Um, make sure y'all stay tuned. Like I said uh, on our first episode, we're gonna have our college edition soon. We're just gonna let the we're gonna let the season build up because I got some bars. I got some bars saved up for some of these coaches.
2: I'm looking at I'm looking at you.
0: And I have some good things to say too. But yeah, man, we out until next time. Make sure y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe.